Welcome to Truth in the Word with Pastor Jim Newsom. Join us today as we allow the Word of God to be a lamp into our feet and a light into our path. Now here's your host, Pastor Jim Newsom. Yes, good morning. This is Pastor Jim News, and this is a Truth in the Word on Biblical News Report Talk Radio. And it's the 27th day of uh, November 2019. We're broadcasting today from North Central, West Virginia. I'm going to uh, stay in John chapter 8, continue on there today, uh, beginning of verse 48. The continued controversy that the Lord and Savior was having with the Jews, uh, organized religion. He, uh, I've noticed one thing studying this particular book, that he distanced himself from religion, uh, legalism, things of this nature, uh, pride, what they call religious pride. Uh, the Bible says <clears throat> pride comes before a fall and haughty destruction. I mean, haughty like Holy Spirit before what destruction. So today we're going to talk about him, uh, the the controversy that was ongoing. Um, of course, the Jews were uh, very upset with him. Uh, they called him a blasphemer. They said they said he had a devil, uh, but we know he was the Son of God and. He came for a reason. For this reason was the Son of God manifested that he might destroy the works of the devil. And um, <clears throat> he came and he lived and he died and he was resurrected on the third day. And the Spirit of the Lord, the Bible says, was with, with on him without measure. He was fully immersed, baptized, so to speak, with the, with the Holy Spirit. He moved in the Holy Spirit. He was on the earth as a man. He moved in the same Holy Spirit that me and you move in today. So controversy continues on. Before we get into the Word of God, let's go to prayer. Precious Heavenly Father, we thank you, Lord, for this opportunity today to worship and serve you. And Lord, we just ask you today that you'd have your divine and precious way. You see every individual every need, every need for salvation, every need for uh, those that need to be set free today by the power of God. And Lord, we know we're coming down to the very last days. And uh, you said in your word, Paul told Timothy that in the last days in which we're living, it shall be peerless, peerless times, fierce times, times when men won't have an answer. But we know today that you are the rock of our salvation, the author and the finisher of our faith. And we just ask you, Lord, that you'd have your divine and your precious way today and that your spirit would have free flow, Lord, within this broadcast. And we pray all these things in the name of our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ. Amen and amen. Yesterday we talked about the true children of Abraham. And, of course, the Lord pretty bluntly told them that they weren't. Um, 
he told them that they were uh, children of the devil. Well, you can imagine, he said, you do the deeds of your father, which wasn't God. He said, uh, and they said, well, we were not born of what fornication. He says, ye are of your father, the devil. Now, he was talking to a group of pious religious people who, uh, seemingly pious, that uh, that they were it. You know, that that uh, nothing happened in that particular realm, and especially the temple realm, without going through them. So it's ramping up the... Uh, the of course, the apex of this thing will be uh, the Lord and Savior being arrested, uh, being betrayed, taken before Pilate, beaten in the courtyard. And Pilate tried to wash his hands of the whole thing, but we know that that didn't happen. And because of um, his need to please people, he was a politician. Then he had the Lord and Savior Jesus Christ crucified, and he released a man named what Barabbas. And um, and this is what this is ramping up. You know, we know the story that Jesus laid down his life willingly. And then the Bible says he picked it back up again. So let's begin today with John chapter 8, verse 48. Then answered the Jews and said unto him, Say we not well that thou art a Samaritan and hast a devil? Hmm. Uh, that particular time, calling somebody a Samaritan who was a Jew was the, uh, I guess, the grossest insult they could level on anybody. Um, so they were saying his doctrine, his teachings were of the Samaritans, which was uh, false, corrupt, and, in fact, a uh, total lie. So they totally, you know, they they... They clearly did not recognize who he was. We've stressed that many times. Um, but see, all of us are going to, have to deal with Jesus. Those that accept him, those that reject him. You know, what do you do about the gospel? What do you do about the condition of your soul? And they just called him a devil. In John uh, eight forty nine, Jesus answered, "I have not a devil." But I honor my father, and you do dishonor me. So he's saying if you if you dishonor me, then you dishonor the father, because I and the father am one. Paul says he thought it not robbery to uh, to consider himself and and make himself equal with God. Verse fifty. And I seek not my own glory. There is one that seeketh and judgeth. And he came to earth actually not to receive glory, which he deserved all the glory and all the praise and all the honor, certainly. But the, but, but, but the word of God says he come to redeem mankind out of his sin, his, his uh, uh, dilemma that the Bible declares is death, that the wages of sin is death. 
And they were rejecting him. <clears throat> you know, he told them, you're going to die in your sins. He was telling them, you know, that I'm the only way, the only uh, one that can take care of sin, the act that I'm going to do, the uh, 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 dying on the cross is the only answer for sin. The only antidote. Well, in order to have an antidote, you have to have something that's poisoning. Sin is poisoning. And it, it takes toll on lives down through the years. And sin kills. For the wages of sin is death, but the gift of God is eternal life through Jesus Christ our Lord. And who's the source of sin? Satan. What does Jesus say? From the beginning, he was a murderer. And he bowed not in the truth, because there was no truth in him. He speaketh a lie, he speaketh of his own, for he is a liar and the father of it. Okay? He's talking about Satan, who was once Lucifer, who rebelled against God. Read Ezekiel 28, Isaiah 14. It was pride. Original sin, I believe, is, 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 is uh, uh, based in pride. Verse, verse 51, one, one of the greatest statements ever made in the Bible, I believe. Um, but in John 5, 41, first, Jesus said, I received not honor from men. In other words, he was honored by God. God lifted him up. Men, for the most part, rejected him. They are today. The Jews at this time were rejecting Jesus Christ, and many today reject him. They don't like to hear his name. They don't like to hear his, his uh, uh, an image of his picture, what, whatever it might be. You know, they don't mind people talking about God, but Jesus, but the Son of God, or the Lord and Savior Jesus Christ, who is God. Then there becomes controversy. See? That's why there's so many belief systems in in the world today, because people go about to establish their own righteousness to make up their own Jesus. And the Bible says if you preach another Jesus other than what is preached in this Bible, would man be accursed? If you don't receive the real Jesus, that's exactly what's going to happen. You're going to be accursed. Verse 51. Verily, verily, I say unto you, if a man keep my saying or my word, he shall never see death. The preacher of the Bible says it's pointed out a man wants to die, certainly. And then the judgment, certainly. But in the time and the window that you have on this earth, if you receive Jesus Christ, then you also receive eternal life. Will we die in the flesh? Yes. And the Bible points out, read read First Corinthians chapter 15, how Paul explains about the resurrection of the body. Where corruption will put on incorruption. Mortality will put on immortality. The Bible says we receive a new body. We might die old and go into the grave with an old body. But at the resurrection, when the, when the spirit, the body is joined and all things are made new. With the trump of God, the Bible says the dead in Christ shall rise first. And they'll not rise old and decrepit with a new body, a glorified body, a celestial body, which means heaven-bound. We're no longer terrestrial, which means earth-bound. Terra means earth. 
And this happens because of what we believe, because we accept the finished work of Jesus Christ. That's what he says. I'm going to say this again. Verily, verily, I say unto you, if a man keep my saying, he shall never see death. In John 5, 24, Verily, verily, I say unto you, he that heareth my word and believeth on him that sent me hath everlasting life and shall not come unto condemnation, but is passed from death unto life. Well, there's no condemnation to those who are in Christ Jesus, who walk not after the flesh, or hope in the flesh, but after the Spirit, or hope in the Spirit of God. Not by might, not by power, but by my Spirit, saith the Lord. That simply means that me and you, and the inner man, inner woman, will never see spiritual or eternal death. I've said it many times on this broadcast that men will live somewhere in a constant state. And right now you are choosing where you're going to live. You will always exist. The eternal spirit that God breathed in man will live somewhere. It's just your choice where. Well, is there any middle ground? Is there any no? Uh-huh. There's no gray areas? No. No. Jesus made it very plain yesterday. You you are either of 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 God the Father, or you are of your father the devil. See, there's no medium here. There's no neutral. You are either for God or you're against God. You're either saved or you're not saved. You're either on your way to heaven, and the Bible teaches if you don't know Jesus Christ, then you're on your way to hell. By the way, the Bible says hell was not created for men, but was created for the devil and his rebellious angels. If you keep my saying, if you keep my word, if you listen to my word, which is quick and powerful, sharper than a two-edged sword, then you shall never see death. Well, how how can that happen? You know, we we have funeral homes on this earth. People die. Yes. But in Jesus Christ, Paul said, absent from the body is what? Present with the Lord. So your spirit man goes somewhere in a constant state of mind, totally aware of where you are at. And the rich man, the Bible says, after he died, lifted up his eyes in torment. What a statement that is. Never see death. And we want to find out in this next verse, they had no idea what he was talking about because they were what? Blinded. For the God of this world has blinded the minds of the people that they might believe a lie. Verse 52. Then said the Jews unto him, 
Now we know that thou hast a devil. How many times have they said that about him? Abraham is dead, and the prophets. And thou sayest, if a man keep my saying, he shall never taste of death. Okay. Abraham were patriarchs, forerunners. And once again, the scriptures clearly states that they pointed to Jesus Christ. Moses prophesied about it. Abraham, the Bible says, saw his day and desired to see it. And they were denying that, well, this man alone can give life. And he is, he, 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 he's the way. He's the truth and he's the life. See? Abraham and Moses, good men and patriarchs, yes, but they were men. We read in the Bible of their many frailties and their failures. But this one that they're standing and talking to and calling, calling a devil, so to speak, has no failures, had no frailties. Now, he was in the flesh, but he overcome the flesh by the Spirit. He was our example. He walked in the Spirit as we're supposed to walk in the Spirit. He done everything he did, not as God, but as a man, empowered by the Holy Ghost, just as we are to be today. Behold, I give you power, at which I shall send you the Holy Ghost, and you shall receive power, the Bible says. Dunamis. Hebrews 2.9 says, But we see Jesus, who was made a little lower than the angels, for the suffering of death, crowned with glory and honor, that he, by the grace of God, should taste death. Now listen, for every man. How many men? Every man. Does that include everybody? Yes. This is a universal salvation. Whosoever will call on the name of the Lord shall be saved. He said, I would that none would perish. For God so loved just a few, no. God so loved the world that he gave his only begotten son that whosoever should believe in him should not perish but have everlasting life. One of the most dangerous thing in the church world is elitism. That's all I'm going to say about that. Okay, chapter 50, I'm sorry, John 8, 53. Jesus answered, if I honor myself, my honor is nothing. It is my Father, you see? What he, he's always going back to the Father. That honor to me of whom ye say that he is your God. I'm of God. I'm standing here. I am God. You say you know God, but yet you don't know me. So he's greater than Abraham, greater than Moses. And as a man, God lifted him up, for this is my son, whom I'm well pleased. On the Mount of Trans what? Transfiguration, this is my son. Listen to what he has to say. The confirmation of who he was was several times in, in the word of God. It needs to be confirmed in our spirit who Jesus Christ is. He's king of king and lord of lords. If I be lifted up, I'll draw all men unto me. We say this so much, but it's the truth.
Let me read verse 53. I'm, I'm, I might have skipped that. I'm sorry. Art thou greater than our father, which is Father Abraham, which is dead, and the prophets are dead? Who makest thou thyself? He was greater than Abraham, you know, like we said before. Okay, verse 54, sorry about that. Jesus answered, if I honor myself, I honor, my honor is nothing, and it is my Father that honors me, whom ye say that he is your God. And how many times did he say, if you knew or know God, then you would know me? See the controversy? See the agitation? Okay. He's not backing down. He's standing. Of course, he has every right to, and that's who he is. It wasn't a claim he was the son of God. He is the son of God. John eight fifty five. Yet ye have not known him. Who? You, you don't know God the Father. But I know him. And if I should say I know him not, I shall be a liar. Wow. Like unto you. Hmm. Once again, he called them liars. He's called them what? Sons of the devil. But I know him and keep his saying. Matthew eleven twenty seven said, All things are delivered unto me of my Father. And no man knoweth the Son but the Father. Neither knoweth any man the Father save the Son. And he to whomsoever the Son will reveal him. See the connection? You can't can't separate them. They were trying to, you know. Well, we're you know we we're serving the God of Abraham and Moses. No, no. If they were, they'd be serving the same God, and they certainly would recognize Jesus Christ. You cannot separate the two: God the Father from God the Son, and, and God the Holy Spirit, the Triune, the Elohim of God, the plurality of the Godhead. Cannot be separated. Verse 56. Your father, Abraham, rejoiced to see my day, and he saw it and was glad. Hebrews 11, chapter 13. These all died in the faith, not having received the promises, but having seen them afar off and were persuaded of them and embraced them and confessed that they were strangers and pilgrims on the earth. So they died in the faith, not receiving the promises. Faith. For without faith it's possible to please God. You must believe that he is, and he's a rewarder of those that diligently seek him. Matthew thirteen seventeen. For verily I say unto you, that many prophets and righteous men have desired to see those things which you see, and have not seen them, and to hear those things which ye hear, and have not heard them. In other words, they were pretty well squandering a very, a very real opportunity. But Abraham rejoiced to see my day. <clears throat> and the three days of Jesus in the grave, the Bible says he went down to paradise and took captivity captive. Loosed the Old Testament saints by resurrection power. Okay, verse 57. Then said the Jews unto him, Thou art not 
50 years old. And that's what I've seen Abraham. <laughs> uh, my, when the statement he's going to make here, here, here the next few verses is going to really, really shake him. Yep, really shake him. Then they were looking through the eyes of flesh totally, not, not, not seeing who Christ was. Verse 58, John 8, 58, Jesus said unto them, Verily, verily, I say unto you, before Abraham was, I am. Wow. What he was saying is before Abraham was brought into being, I was existing eternally. Abraham was, in other words, not here anymore, but he says, I am. Exodus chapter 3, verse 14. And God said unto Moses, I am that I am. And he said, Thus shalt thou say unto the children of Israel, I am have sent me unto you. The eternal existent God without creation, without time, was not created. Jesus was never created. He was God. He was incarnated. And to say what he say is is just is just things are starting to explode. And of course we know what happens. Which which had to happen. But but it, I, you know I you know I, I truly believe that God wanted them to see, but they just didn't. They were just basically too prideful. Too indoctrinated in their quote-unquote religious system. And Jesus Christ distanced himself from religion. Verse 59. Then took they up stones to cast at him, but Jesus hid himself and went out of the temple, going through the midst of them, and so passed by. So what were they accusing? Blasphemy. To claim that he was God. And he was. He was. His own family said this man is beside himself. This man's beside himself. But you can't look at this through the eyes of flesh. You must look at this spiritually. In the book of Leviticus, chapter 24, verse 16, He that blasphemed the name of the Lord, he shall surely be put to death. And all the congregation shall certainly stone him, as well as the stranger, as he that is born in the land, when he blasphemes with the name of the Lord, shall be put to death. That was, a, that, that was under the law. You know, this is what they said he was doing, but he wasn't. They said he had a devil. He said, your father's devil. He said, before Abraham was, I am. Okay. And their faith was in, quote, unquote, Abraham. Which he was the patriarch. Don't get me wrong. He was to be honored and respected, but he was not the way. Abraham was, but I am. Abraham was a human being, but I've been the eternal existing one. I am the eternal existing one without beginning and without ending. Alpha and Omega, the beginning and the ending. So he pretty well set in stone who he was. And once again, we see the uh, uh, the rejection. 
rejects him. How many people today in modern day world reject Jesus Christ? Oh, they follow religion. They go to their church. Yeah. Their name's on a church book. They've shaken the preacher's hand. They've been baptized. But do they know Jesus Christ? For many shall say, Lord, Lord. And will not enter in. But only the one that, that does the will of the Father. What's the will of God to accept Jesus Christ? He's the only foundation. The only way. The only one that can reconcile us to God. The only one, the, the, the only one that can uh, make sure that we escape the wrath to come. And there is wrath coming. But when we accept Christ, we're sealed with the Holy Ghost of promise. Many today are looking for security in today's unsure, chaotic world. I mean, it's just, um, I mean, the news feed is crazy. Man's hearts are failing them for what they see coming on the face of the earth. And men are looking for security. They're looking for security in their jobs, in their retirement plan, and this and that, blah, blah, on and on and on and on and on. Huh? But the Bible says, the parable is that their houses are built on sand and sinking sand. Jesus said upon this rock, and that word rock means bed rock. In other words, something you can build on. I shall build my church and the gates of hell when I prevail. He's not talking about a physical building. He's not talking about a physical building, building, but he's talking about people. We, we are the church, the ecclesia, the called out ones. Take a lesson. Don't, don't reject him. Because when you stand before God in the eternity to come, and we've said it many times, there's two judgments the Bible talks about. The Bema seat, the judgment seat of Christ, where all the saints of God's going to be judged. That's the one you want to be at. And the white throne judgment, the one you don't want to be at. When you will be standing alone, and probably being told you was given an opportunity in life to receive Jesus, but you didn't. And because you didn't, depart from me, ye workers of iniquity. But I was a good man. I did this. If you don't receive Christ. He is the Lamb of God that takes away the sins of the world. The only Lamb. The only way. And the only truth. What else can do away with our sins and eradicate them? Who else can pour out mercy and grace upon our lives? God made the way. And you and me make a choice to receive or reject. For today is the day of salvation. Joshua says, for me and my house, we will serve. 
during this Thanksgiving season. Be thankful that God was mindful of us. The Bible says at the time he repented he ever made man because of their lawlessness and iniquity. Our lawlessness and our iniquity. All of sin to come short of the glory of God. He's our Savior today. Call upon the name of the Lord and you shall be saved. Believe. Believe in your heart. Confess with your mouth. Believe in your heart that God raised Jesus Christ from the dead. Listen to me. Your church is not going to save you. Your religious affiliation is not going to save you. Relationship with the Lord and with the Savior, Jesus Christ. Man, we need that. Psalmist David said, As a deer or a heart panteth after the waters in the stream on the brook, so does my heart pant after you. Do we desire him? Are we desperate for him? Is he Lord of our lives? The Bible says, search out your own salvation with trembling and with fear. Don't take for granted just because you're religious or you attend church. And all these things are needed. But make sure your relationship with Jesus Christ. We all need to make sure our relationship with Jesus Christ is on good ground and good standing. For the thief cometh for to kill and to destroy. Be sober, be villain, because your adversary, the devil, goes about seeking whom he can destroy and seeking whom he can devour. And listen to me, the weapon he's using today is pure deception. It's on TV, it's on every, it's on every uh, uh, TV series. The agenda of the world is being pushed and prodded at people today. And many don't see it. They, they say, well, that's just normal. No. If it... Outside of the word of God, it's not normal in the eyes of God. The Bible says we're living in the days when many shall call good evil and evil good. That they will go about to establish their own righteousness, giving heed to what? Seducing spirits or deceiving spirits and doctrines of devils. Believing a lie and being damned. The Holy Ghost is the only one to keep our eyes open. The Holy Ghost is the only one that could keep us from deception in these last days. Take heed. Jesus said that no man deceive you. No man peddling another religion or, or talking about another Christ or telling you there's another way or trying to circumvent around God's way. There's one way. I hope you get that. If you get nothing else to broadcast, get that, that Jesus is the only way, the one way unto the Father. And the only one that can save your soul, the only one that can deliver you from eternal damnation, the only one that can deliver us from the wrath to come. For God is a thrice holy God, Isaiah chapter 6. Holy, holy, holy. Do you know him today? Please don't turn 
him away. Precious Heavenly Father, we thank you today for your word. Lord, that it goes out and it doesn't come back void, but always does that which you sent it to do. We ask you, Lord, in Jesus' name, that you minister today to those that are lost. Lord, convict them. Move upon them. Pull the veil from their eyes and pull the veil from our eyes today, Lord. Don't let us be, don't let us be deceived. But let's always see through your word and through your spirit and through your power. And you said, call upon your name and we shall be saved. You said to repent, to turn and go in a different direction. And ask Jesus Christ into our heart and into our life. The song says, Jesus is calling tenderly and softly. Jesus is calling, come home, come home. My God, ye that are weary, man, come home. What an invitation. Men's hearts fade on them. A world that is... Is, is chaotic, Lord, and you see this, and I know that. You're very aware of what's going on. Impress upon us today that you're the only way, or your son Jesus Christ is the only way. You said, Lord, by his stripes were healed. You were chastised for a peace of mind, bruised for iniquities. We ask you today to save souls, to break chains off of people's lives today that maybe has been there for years, that's rusting on their lives. But seemingly they have sat down and said, well, it's just the way it's going to be. But I ask you today that the newness of life, and that suddenly the Spirit of God will come upon them and set them free. You said those the Son set free is free indeed, and the Word and the truth will set us free. We need thee, Lord. We need thee so much. Heal bodies today. Touch minds. Do the work that needs to be done. We'll never fail to give you honor. We'll never fail to give you praise. For thou art Lord. In Jesus' holy and righteous name we pray. Amen and amen. God bless till next time. Have a happy Thanksgiving. Lord is my shepherd, I shall not want. He maketh me to lie down in green pasture. He leadeth me beside. 